As we reported earlier, Congress today passed landmark legislation aimed at protecting same-sex and interracial marriages. Lisa Desjardins has more. Thanks, Judy. Lawmakers from both chambers came together to cheer final passage of the bill, the Respect for Marriage Act. Today's move comes after Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas expressed interest in reconsidering the Supreme Court decision that protects marriage equality following the high court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade in June. Looking at all of this closely is Kate Sawson, who reports on LGBTQ plus issues for the 19th News. Kate, how significant is this bill? This bill, a lot of people are reporting that this protects marriage equality, and in some ways it does, but it doesn't codify marriage equality the way that we know it. What that means basically is this would make marriages um, transportable from state to state for states that do have pro-marriage laws on the books, but for states that have bans, you still could not get married in those states. And that's to say, if in fact the Supreme Court does take the step of overturning Obergefell and changing kind of national law, uh, this really would just make it a state by state situation. You know, Republicans were key in passing this law, but most of them voted no, many of them saying because they were worried about religious liberties. What are their arguments and what does the bill say about that? Yeah. The the Republican talking points about religious liberty are tend to be that there's a worry that churches um, will be forced to perform same-sex unions. There are religious freedom protections in this bill. They mirror the protections that already exist. So a church or a nonprofit that is set up for religious worship would not have to perform those unions. However, if you do have a nonprofit or a business that is set up and wants to do business or is accepting government funds, for example, a charity that takes money um, and is doing adoption services, it would probably be still subject to state law. So there's not new law that is created by this in terms of non-discrimination law. But it's to say some of those nonprofits may have to recognize an out-of-state same-sex union if they want state funds. That's correct, but that's still not different from the law that we are living under right now um, because we have marriage equality nationwide. I want to check with you about this last midterm election. This was a very high stakes election, and I wonder what's your reporting on what it meant and what it showed about LGBTQ issues and politics surrounding them right now? Yeah, you know, I think what we found was that even though anti-LGBTQ plus rhetoric has gotten louder and louder and louder, the what our rep reporting bore out was that LGBTQ plus candidates won in higher numbers than we've ever seen before. So in 2018, we saw 400 out LGBTQ plus candidates run. This year in 2022, there were 1,065 LGBTQ plus candidates on the ballot. Equality voters are just people who come out and vote for LGBTQ plus issues. So they're a growing number of the electorate and white evangelicals continue to shrink in numbers. So I think when we talk about all of this anti-LGBTQ plus legislation, we're actually seeing this as a backlash to greater political power of LGBTQ plus people, but we often miss that part of the message because it's not as loud.
Just as we finish up here, thinking about those debates, and sometimes we're seeing ugly rhetoric, sometimes threat, more threats of violence across this country. Where do you think the queer movement is right now? What is this moment right now for queer America? You know, I just, when I talk to advocates and experts about this, what everyone tells me is that this is how social movements go, right? That, um, that civil rights movements are often on this trajectory of any time that there is movement forward, advancement forward, there is there are pain points along the way, right? And that we are in one of those pain points of backlash um, and pain. And so because especially transgender people are experiencing a moment of increased visibility, rights and acceptance, there is a backlash to that. So um, it's a moment of incredible acceptance um, and visibility. And with that will come this really painful backlash. Um, and it's sometimes hard to see the moment of visibility and advancement, I think, in that. Kate Sawson, you can read their reporting at the 19th News. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me.